Hi, welcome again to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, uh, where we try to challenge our faith and try to be the best versions of ourselves uh, for the Lord and His service. Uh, today, what we want to do, I want to do a special podcast. And, uh, you know, this one's, you know, it's for, it's for guys as well. We can learn so much from this. Uh, but I think it's for our, our young ladies as well. You know, what are the qualities of, a, of a faithful man, you know, um, just a few days ago, we had a, a leadership conference here, um, where the men from other congregations, we all met together and we discuss what a true leader is and what a spiritual leader is. Uh, and God's looking for those men. Uh, but not only are God look, is looking for those men, um, there's some faithful sisters out there. There's some sisters looking for those type of guys in order to lead them too. Uh, so that's what we want to discuss today. We want to look at uh, the scriptures become real when we talk about being a faithful Christian man of God. And I want you to notice I didn't just say a Christian man of God. Uh, I said a faithful Christian man of God. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, people who say and do the right things, um, but it's very rare, just like it is to find the virtuous woman. It's very rare, rare just for the man as well to find a virtuous man. And, you know, we're going to look through the scriptures today and we're going to look at a few examples. And the three that I chose today, I want to look at the example of Joseph, uh, the father of, of, of Christ. I want to look at Hosea. And then I also want to look at Jacob. And we'll look at those, those men and the situations that they were put in to see how faithful they were, not only to God, but to see how faithful they were to the ones that they loved. And so we'll, we'll look at that today. But I want to look, if you would go to uh, Proverbs chapter 20. Again, in every situation, no matter what it is, we always want to look at what the scripture says. What the scripture says we should be doing. What the scripture says. We're only supposed to go off the scripture standards. And young ladies, this will help you find the guy that you're looking for. Alright, so Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. Again, we have the Proverbs writer speaking here, but I want you to notice what the writer says in verse 6. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. You know, it's so hard to find a faithful man today. You know, most men, the thing about guys is we're very prideful um, in the things that we do. And what we say, we have a sense of pride about us as as guys. And as guys, we have a need to to be respected. Um, and sometimes in order to get that need of respect, sometimes we think as guys that we have to boast about ourselves. And we have to boast about the things that we've done in order to gain that respect. A lot That's how a lot of people have their respect today. By saying, well, I've done this. I'm doing this. I've done this. But a faithful man, who can find that man? I want you to look at, I want to read this. And one commentator wrote this about it. And I want to read it. I thought it was perfect. It says this. It is easy to find those that will pretend to be kind and liberal. Many a man will call himself a man of mercy. He will boast what good he's done and what good he designs to do. Or at least what an affection he has to well doing. Most men will talk a great deal about their charity, about their generosity, 
about their hospitality, about their piety, and they will sound a trumpet to themselves just as the Pharisees did. And what little goodness they have, they'll proclaim it and they'll make a mighty matter out of it. But I want you to notice, it is hard to find those that are really kind and really liberal and have done and will do more than either they speak of or they have done or will do more than they care to be spoken of. And they will be true friends. That is a great depiction of what a faithful man is. So many people try to say what they have done, what they're doing, but don't let their works speak for them. You know, it's it's always been taught, let someone else praise you. And even then, when someone else praises you, there's a way to take that. You know, don't let it get, you know, let you get the big head. But most men, like the Proverbs writer says, they'll proclaim his own goodness. But a faithful man, who can find? I want you to notice something about Christ. Just really quick before we get into these three men. Christ did some amazing works, didn't he? He healed the sick. He healed the lame. He did miracle after miracle after miracle. But is there anywhere in scripture to where Christ boasted of his own goodness? I can't find one. Now, as preachers, as leaders, as husbands, do we need to boast of our own goodness? And I think the answer is no. A faithful man will do the good works no matter who sees it or not. You know, I was always taught, especially with um, installing elders, looking for a new preacher, uh, looking for deacons. Don't find somebody just because they have leadership qualities in the outside world. Find someone who's already doing the work but doesn't look for the praise. That's the right man for the job. And ladies, a faithful man, he'll treat you right and he'll do the right things because God told him to. And he'll be faithful and he'll have all those great attributes because he's trying to be a faithful man. And I want to notice a couple examples here. Let's look at Joseph first. Let's look at a couple attributes of these of these great faithful men. Look at Matthew uh, chapter one. I remember when I was in the school of preaching, this is when Brother Elkins was alive. Uh, it's one of my favorite teachers there. Uh, he made us memorize Matthew 18 or Matthew 1, 18 uh, through 25. And I'll never forget that. And uh, I thank him so much for what he's done. But here we have uh, the account of the birth of Christ. Now, I want you to notice to start in verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ is on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. Now remember, it still matters in our culture today, but a little more so then. When you had a man and a wife, before they came together with child, they would have shamed Mary. They would have done so many things to her because it's not pure. But notice this child was of God. And Joseph didn't go into Mary yet, but I want you to notice the wisdom of Joseph and how he always took care of Mary. 19. Then Joseph, her husband, watch this. Here's an attribute. 
being a just man and not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privily. So first off, number one, Joseph was a just man and not willing to make her a public example. Joseph was always thinking about his wife. Ladies, that's what a just man will always do. A just man will always think of you. But another attribute of a just man, he'll always listen to what God says. And you'll trickle down and you'll get those blessings because he listens to God. Just think about how amazing that would be for you as a wife to have a man who respects God, respects his commandments, respects what God wants. As that man leads and as that man follows God, if you follow that man that follows God, the same blessings that God gives him, he'll give to you because you follow and you submit to him. That's, it's one of the most amazing and beautiful pictures uh, that God can paint of really what a relationship and ultimately what marriage should be. It's such a beautiful thought. So first, Joseph, he was a just man, not one to make her a public example. Then verse 20. And then he thought on these things, and then the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, uh, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. Second attribute I want to learn from Joseph, that Joseph was a contemplator. He thought about things. You see, when a situation or when something arose, he didn't automatically act on it. Notice, Joseph thought on these things, and then the Lord spoke to him through an angel. You see, a just man, ladies, whatever situation he's in or that you guys will be in, no matter if you understand what he's doing or not, that just man will always go to God first. Let me see what God wants done. Let me see what he wants. Let me try to find out uh, the right way from God. That's what Joseph did. And he listened. And then we know that Christ was born. Joseph was one of the unsung heroes of scripture and what is a faithful man. Joseph, I believe, depicted what Proverbs 20 verse 6, but he's a faithful young man. So Joseph, number one example, he was just and then he listened to God. Number two, let's, let's go to the book of Hosea. This is one of my, this is probably my favorite prophet in the, um, in the Old Testament. I just love the way that God showed how he felt through this man's life. Hosea. And I want you to notice, I, we can't read it all, but I'll give you just some background. Remember, God told Hosea to go marry a wife of whoredoms. He goes and he marries Gomer. After he marries Gomer, Gomer not only cheats on him twice after the first child, Gomer cheats on him twice. Now, being a man of God, Look at what Hosea does. In chapter 3, we have Gomer, and Hosea goes to buy her back. And I want you to read, let's go, let's read verses 1 through uh, 3. And notice another attribute of a faithful man. Then said the Lord unto me, Go and love a woman, beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of God, toward the children of Israel, who looked unto other gods and loved flagons of wine, so I bought her to me for 15 pieces of silver for an omer of barley and a half omer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide with me for many days. 
Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man. So will I also be for thee. A faithful man, ladies, he will always show you the love of God. Even if you have sinned against him, even if you have done wrong against him, even if you have not submitted to him, he will always show God's love to you because he realizes as a faithful man that God showed him that love first. And so now it's my job as a just man to show the love to anybody. And but think about Hosea's situation. He had a child with this woman. This woman goes out and cheats on him twice. How could you forgive someone like that? How can you even want someone like that back? Hosea showed God's love to the person that he loved. And that's what a just man will always do. No matter what's been said to him, no matter what's been done to him, no matter what will be done to him negatively, he will always show God's love. And another point about God's love for a just man, it is not predicated on circumstance. No matter if things are going well or no matter if everyone is turning on him, a just man in every situation will always show God's love. And that's what uh, Hosea did here. And verse three, I think is one of the most beautiful verses in the Bible. I brought you back and you'll abide with me for many days. And so that shows a microcosm of what Christ did. How could Christ take us back? All the things that we've done to him over and over. And sometimes that we continue to do. Why do you keep taking us back, God? I don't understand. Hosea can make us understand from the human perspective. Because God's love is so fast. And it's so great. That he just wants you back. Just like I want you back, Gomer. So a faithful man. He will always show God's love to you. So we looked at Joseph. He's just. And he also contemplates and he thinks and he gets his counsel from God, not from other men. Then, two, we looked at Hosea. Hosea showed the love of God to Gomer, someone who sometimes a lot of people wouldn't forgive. But he showed God's love to her. And then, number three, I want to look at Jacob. And if you would, let's go to uh, Genesis chapter 29. Genesis chapter 29. I think this is a big one too. And this is uh, also the account uh, of, of, uh, of Jacob. Now remember, again, we can't read the whole account for time's sake, but just a little background. Again, Jacob leaves the house after taking the birthright from his brother. Uh, he goes and he goes to his, uh, to his uncle Laban, sees his uncle there. He sees a beautiful girl. He wants to marry Rachel. Then he's tricked. He marries Rachel's sister, Leah. Now, I want you to notice, if you jump down to verse um, 18, look at what the scripture says here. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than I should give her to another man. So abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love that he had for her. So think about this. The last attribute of a faithful man, a faithful man and a just man 
He will always wait. He'll wait for you. You know, the, the thing that I've worked with youth and I've worked with teenagers and uh, going up to college age, a lot of the things that, that young women are so afraid of is they're afraid that there's no one out there for them. Uh, there's a, they're afraid that uh, there's not a just man for them. A just man will always wait for you. He'll always wait. And I want you to notice, for him, it won't be a problem. Because in verse 20, And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days because of the love that he had for her. Seven years is such a long time. But he loved her that much that his love was committed to one person that he couldn't be with for seven years. Can you imagine being in his situation, ladies or guys, if there was a guy or if there was a lady out there for you? And you could be with him. But what if God said, you know what? I want you to wait seven years. Could you do that? Could you wait seven years for that person? Jacob did. Because a just man is always willing to wait. And he's willing to wait, number one, on God and what he wants for him. But he's also willing to wait on you too. And that's why waiting is such a beautiful thing. And that's why I I believe it's a virtue to be able to wait. So think about this. You have Joseph being a just man. Then you have Joseph looking for the counsel of God. Then you have Hosea showing the love of God. Then you have Jacob waiting on God. And you mix all that together and you have Proverbs chapter 20 verse 6. You have a faithful man. But here's the question for you. Are you willing to wait for him? You see, a lot of the problems, especially that I've seen in the youth and the college age, especially for the, the young ladies, what they'll do is they'll date someone for a while. It doesn't work, but they think that they can find something in another guy just to be with someone. A lot of that, a lot of times that doesn't work. Sometimes you just need to take some time and grow your relationship with God. Because remember, God is the author of love. And if you have a relationship with him and your relationship with him is so good and you love him and he loves you and you're continuing to work with him and develop with him, grow with him. Don't you think he'll give you somebody because he knows that this guy would be perfect for you? But again, that takes a lot of faith because this is what happens too. sometimes a lot of time passes by. Maybe you won't meet him for another two years, another three years, four years. In Jacob's circumstance, another seven. But do you have enough faith that no matter how much time expands and no matter how old you are, will you still trust God that he'll give you what you need? that's, That's the tough part of it, but it can be done. So that's what a just man will do. And the just man... No matter what, he won't lead with his strength. He won't lead with his money. He won't lead with his attributes. What he'll do is he'll lead with his Bible. And he'll always do that for you. Now, one more, one more misconception about a faithful man. A lot of people think this is what it, their definition of a man is. Definition of a man is he's his own, he's his own God. 
no one needs to tell him what to do. If he's this age, he can't listen to anyone. He needs to be able to take care of me financially. He needs to be able to do this for me and this and this and this. Number one, that shows, that shows selfishness on your part as a, as a lady. But then number two, even if you get that man and he doesn't follow this, he may provide everything for you financially. He may give you everything you want on this earth. He may be a giant stud and, and look great. But in the end, looks fade, money fades, all that fades. But a man that follows this, no matter what, that man will last for an eternity. And he can help you help lead you to heaven. So a man isn't someone who just takes care of things financially. Any man can do that. A lot of guys are doing that now. Any man can put a roof over your head. A lot of guys are doing that now. Any man can give you children. A lot of guys are capable of doing that. But a faithful man will do all those things. And you'll see that he'll lead you with this. And he'll always do what's best. And another thing, a faithful young man and a faithful man in general, sometimes as this submissive person, that's your role as a wife. Sometimes you won't understand the decisions that he makes. Sometimes you won't understand why he may be doing what he's doing. But I want you to trust me on this. That a just man and a faithful man, when he follows God, he's always going to look for your best interest. That's why he follows God, because he cares for you. Now, will you be willing to trust him? Will you be willing to pray for him? And will you be willing to support him no matter what? See, both of us have roles and we all have to meet our role. So the scripture becomes real when we talk about being a faithful and a just man of God. I enjoyed study that, studying that. Um, again, that's something that as a young man that I want to keep growing towards, uh, that I want to uh, continue to, to be. You know, I want to be a just man, not just in word, not just in what I say. And uh, what I do and who I am, you know, and I hopefully if you're a young man, you want to be that way, too, uh, because God has put the responsibility of leadership in his kingdom and in the home to us as as men. And I want to make sure that uh, before I get married, before I'm put in those leadership positions, that I'm ready for it, that I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to uh, do the best that I can. And I hope you want to do that, too. And young ladies, I hope you're willing to wait for that person that's willing to do that for you. And if you will, both of you guys will be blessed by the Lord. So I enjoyed studying that with you today. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can all continue to grow, continue to challenge our faith, continue to look at ourselves and, and really see, are we really growing? Are we being the best person and the best people that we can be for God? So let's continue to grow. Let's continue to challenge our faith. And let's continue uh, to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you.